to it. So I, I, I see it as just an interesting question. Speaking of questions, Brian, or comments, anything we have coming in from people watching to address? Yeah, well, whilst we're talking about the Eagles, um, fair point here around the two players we still brought in over the past few weeks, uh, Lenville Joseph and obviously Sue, they had a big, I suppose they had a sack in their opening game in Indianapolis. And again, I suppose it's transitioned into this defence. So that's a fair point. The Christmas team is out tonight. Um, a lot of people are wondering why we don't have Christmas decorations up. Um, Owen has asked, "It's where's the decor? Um, I haven't turned on the flashing lights this evening. That, my bad. I'll have to make sure that's... that's uh, it's it's in the asked. other room. It's in the other room, Owen. I know they're there. Just the and he's asked me in the morning, well, the Giants haven't played yet, so uh, Declan is obviously coming with my ho-ho-ho. So, uh, that's Everyone's where, in the Christmas spirit, Brian, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Um, and Fred has joined us late in the day. He thought the show was over, so thankfully no, Fred. We're, we're hitting the, the 9 o'clock slot after a couple of quick ones here. We, it, it definitely isn't over. We've still got a fair way to go, in fairness. So we've got a few games to go. So what we might do is we might flip in uh, to a couple and a bit more of a quick fire, um, just taking them individually. So, Colin, maybe I'll throw over the, the Packers versus the Bears. Uh, classic NFC North um, game for you there. Yeah, well, truly, uh, two of the, the most storied franchises. And obviously, look, a- another week and yet more debate about Aaron Rodgers and the injury and Jordan Love and when he's starting and would he be traded. Um, the Athletic did a big piece this week um, which talked about potential QB moves in the offseason. Tom Brady returning to New England was mentioned. Um, who <laughs> I wanted to see Mark's uh, reaction to that. Um, but... For for Rogers, um, you know, there has been debate that maybe the the Packers should go with with Love, and there might be merit to that. But Matt Lafleur has come out and said that uh, Rogers is leaning towards starting, and I am not at all surprised by that because Aaron Rodgers would want to to play for a number of reasons. One, if he plays and if the Packers win, he breaks a tie with Brett Favre. They each have 23 wins against the Bears. He would take sole possession um, of the uh, holder of the QB with the most wins against the Bears. And moreover, the Packers would take over as the winningest franchise in all of NFL history. So there are quite a few incentives for Mr. Rogers to want to uh, play at the, the weekend. And what also assists in that is the Bears injury uh, report. Um, they have a small hospital and it is very unlikely that Justin Fields will play. Um, they signed a QB to their um for to their practice squad um for and um it looks like it might be nathaniel peterman perhaps um uh, we shall uh, wait and and see what happens there if if this justin fields wasn't injured and if he was still on the run that he had been on i think that this could be similar to what the eagles did to the packers um but he is not and even if he were to start and i think the bears would be silly to do it but if he were to i think what you would uh, it would be it would be very limited in terms of him running the football so i just don't see the bears having enough i think once again aaron Rodgers goes into chicago 
and Aaron Rodgers beats the Bears. He tends to beat the Bears. He tends to beat the Cowboys. And a few weeks ago, he rolled in Dallas and the Cowboys were playing lights out and they still got the win. For so, Sometimes certain things just happen. And I'm going to say that, unfortunately, Bears fans, I think better days are ahead because Justin Fields looks like the, the QB of the future, but not this weekend. Brian? I'm going to ask Colin, would he change his pick if he knew? Oh, no, actually, no, he's a limited. If Justin Fields plays, he's going to be limited. And therefore, <clears throat> excuse me, they still won't win the game. Ian Rappaport is tweeting in the past error that he was a full participant in today's practice. And the, the expectation is he will start. Um, I'm go, I'll go with the Bears. I think the Bears might uh, find, if, if Justin Fields is playing, I think the Packers season is done. Um, Bears will want to finally turn them over. Bears. Come on, let's go with hope for the future. Bears, Justin Fields, turn turn the tide of this rivalry. So I'm with you on that. Um, the Browns versus the Texans, Brian. Maybe you give us a quick breakdown on that, and then me and Colin will give our picks quickly. It's the long-awaited game we've all been looking forward to seeing. Uh, yeah, no, I thought this was the one in which we'd be getting all the uh, conversations this week. Bear in mind that Deshaun Watson is making his Cleveland Browns debut on Sunday after his 11-game ban and his 5 million fine. We have spoke time and time again, not in too much detail about the situation, and I think it's best that it's left there. But um, look, the game is the game. It's not going to be one of those games that's going to be watched by numerous people because of the situation in which both teams are in. Neither team are going to make the playoffs. The Texan season essentially is over. They're now focused on being the team that gets the number one seed. The Browns have a squeak of a, of a chance if they were to make a run. But they're so inconsistent. And they, Okay, they got over the line last week. But even with the quarterback coming back, he hasn't played a game in three years would i be correct give or take 700 so days 700 days it'll be interesting to see and it's pure let's focus on the playing side of things it'd be interesting to see how he plays because the the uh, reports coming out this week he hasn't practiced very well he's been very very rusty and that's a concern going into a game which i imagine the texans will be up for and they'll probably play well for a half and the browns will still find a way to win because if it's not to sean watson who's beating them they've still got chubb and hunt and, he did, and they, they rely on them, they'll run them into the ground and win the game. So the Browns will win this game. Colm? <laughs> um, I, um, I I feel um, I'm my infamous rant, um, you know, a year on is looking better and better, and the Texans owe a public apology to David Culley. Um, the Browns will run and run and run, um, and the Browns should um, get this victory, though I would love to see the Texans actually, um, you know, shut me up and win this particular game. And also, Jacoby Brissett, I hope he gets a starting job somewhere next year. Yeah, the Texans took the bus and threw it over David Culley. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like now they're backing up the bus and running over Lovey Smith. Um, and uh, both coaches uh, have been poorly treated by that franchise. Deshaun Watson, as you've all seen, is uh, answering questions in the press conference only related to football for uh, legal reasons. In unrelated news, uh, I saw that um, Antonio Brown's just had another arrest warrant issued to uh, by Tampa police uh, after him, as we've been on, on air. So... Uh, um, yes, trouble seems to to follow uh, in relation to it. And I'm sure we'll have plenty of build-up during the off-season to next year's Cleveland Browns team. 
Deshaun Watson being their face of the franchise and trying to lead them back and what that uh, has connotations there too. So I look, I'm, the Browns will win the game. That's about it. Unfortunately, nothing else nice can be said about it. Um, I will very briefly touch on the Seahawks versus the Rams and ask you two guys for your picks. Um, this, to me, I, I, I always say, I used to always regard this as the Jeff Fisher Bowl because it didn't matter how bad he dragged the Rams down, they would play the Seattle Seahawks in their divisional game and somehow, usually with special teams or some amazing plays or, or something on um, uh, a great defensive play and somehow beat uh, the Pete Carroll Seahawks, even when they were at their peak, uh, it seemed like they're the hoodoo over them. Um, this isn't as appetizing a game as it might have been uh, a couple of weeks ago, even. Um, the Rams are very severely on a decline, obviously, mysteriously affected by injuries, but the Seahawks, as well, are on a two game losing streak, and that little special mojo they had going seems to have waned a little. I'll tell you how bad it is. Not only are we looking at the the Matthew Stafford being sidelined on IR, Cooper Cup being sidelined on IR, um, John Wolford, who has missed the last two games, they were down to their third-choice quarterback. But to, uh, this Sunday, for the first time in his nine-year career, Aaron Donald will miss a game in the NFL due to injury. Injury or broken heart from how the season's gone? You decide, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It could be either uh, metric or scenario. Um, Kenneth Walker, who's the, the rookie running back for the Seattle Seahawks, he has really run into a brick wall the last few weeks. He's only average. He's averaging below two yards a carry in the last two games where they've lost. Um, however, Geno Smith has performed far and above expectations. Geno Smith, I think, is about 200 yards away from his best ever career total. And Geno Smith, dare I say, is potentially walking himself into a long-term position as the starter in Seattle. He's definitely earned the right this season um, to see what he can do in future years. Interesting thing for all of this for me is the off-season, when we get to it, guys, we're going to have very few teams that are really looking for quarterbacks. Um, it, so, you know, all this news about Tom Brady, oh, <laughs> I think you might be locked in with cap space to Russell Wilson columns. So that wave, that wave isn't going to help you there. But all this noise about, you know, Aaron Rodgers moving, Tom Brady moving, it's like, question is to where? And the weirdest and scariest thing of all might be actually the Los Angeles Rams might have been one of those. Um, we will come back to that point, Keith, in a second, actually, about the Sunday night and the reallocation of games. But for the moment, um, look, the Rams are on a death spiral. The Seahawks will right the ship, and I get the Seahawks to go to 7-5. and five. Keep pressure on San Francisco 49ers there in that particular divisional race. Colin and Brian, who you got? Uh, the, the Seahawks, the Rams are just so beaten up at this point. Seattle benefit from the weekend in which the Giants are watching their one of them is losing a game to jump back into the, the wild card at the wild card spots. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and they're, they're absolutely in the mix on that. Um, just touching on Keith's comment there, guys and Colin, when we talk about the the value of the uh, the contracts, the value of the primetime games, etc. Obviously, Denver have featured in a number of primetime games this season, especially earlier in the season. Um, this flexing isn't that surprising, really, is it? No, God, no. Um, given what uh, people have been subjected to, uh, genuinely, Broncos fans celebrated. Nobody, nobody wanted another prime time game. 
another yet more means yeah you know people subjected uh, to it especially uh, against the the chiefs who have you know just beaten up the broncos uh, every which way over the the last uh, six years um look the i mean the russell wilson question is the the one everyone uh, is seems to be talking about this week and why how exactly do you fix a quarter of a billion dollar problem and i don't think there are any easy answers but i am certainly on this side of the the world i'm delighted it has been flexed out um which which tells you everything like you you should never want your your team to be flexed out especially because like the broncos losing doesn't even get the broncos a better draft position because they gave it away but yet nobody nobody needs to stay up late to to see it and even for fans in uh, the states they just want to get it over and done with mark that particular weekend the two games that were in play for the flexing was the eagles and the giants which was at six o'clock and that was under consideration and obviously this uh, two versus herbert battle which reverts back to the draft fourth pick and the fifth pick in the fourth round came out in the same year so they they leaned with that kind of headline thankfully they did because like like Colin, fans this side of the world do not want to be staying up watching the team no matter how good the season is going till <laughs> half four in the morning well yeah the network's moving away from a paddy mahomes primetime game takes something but yeah tour and justin and we've talked about it in last year in fact when they matched up so like great great to see and it will be great uh, at the time um, 